Hello, dear podcast listener. It's me, Stephen, Andy's co-host from the Up Next Music Podcast, coming at you from the future. From the perspective of the recording of the episode you're about to hear, and from the past, from the perspective of you listening now. This episode was recorded back in July, and because of that, there is no mention of our unplanned and extended hiatus. I thought that was weird to not acknowledge that on our return episode. So, well, now I've acknowledged it. You can look forward to hearing Andy and I catch up on the intervening months during our next episode, which was recorded in the more recent past and will release in the nearer future from the perspective of me recording this now. With that, I'll kick it back to a past version of me, Stephen, and Andy for this episode, the episode about Elway, the band. Bye. Kept you waiting, huh? Welcome to the Up Next podcast program, the only podcast that belongs to a world in a fugue state. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the one that's named Steven, and I'm joined, as always, by my pal, the one, the only. Andrew. We haven't lost it. <laughs> oh, we <laughs> lost it long ago. You can't lose what you never <clears throat> had. Hey, Andy, how the hell are you? I feel miserable. I feel like you. I don't know how you do this. Feel, what, what's feel wrong? sad. I'm kidding. Oh. I'm exhausted. I'm just exhausted because I don't know if you know this, but your boy was uh, understudying at Second City all last week. I did know that. I'm very proud of you. And I, also, I gathered from your Instagram that maybe you got to actually uh, stand in for someone, right? Yeah, for the whole week. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize that part. I didn't. I, I thought yeah. I knew you were understudying, but I didn't know you actually were called called up to the big leagues. Yeah, for the whole I week. Perfor- I performed for the whole week. It was great. It was fun. I also picked a really stupid week to start moving, <laughs> so that was stressful. And now I'm just back to day job life, but I haven't caught up on sleep. And then like today, just a ton of dumb little. Th- you know, like no one thing is big, but it's just all these little things, and I'm just like, ah. Like to the point where I was like, I can't bail on Steve again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, it's been over two months since we recorded. Uh, <laughs> I know. And we had a few dates come and go that we were like, you know, scheduled to go. And then Andy, with his busy and fulfilling life, <laughs> had, to, had to reschedule hey, on me. If it makes you feel any better, my excuse for wanting to cancel on you today is I was coming, I was like, oh, I'll stop by the old apartment before going to the one I'm in now to like continue my work from home day and i was like i'll just pick up this like these like headphones for this recording i was like i'll just do that now and someone fucking flies out of an alley and like didn't think to look so i hit them not like the person like their car but were were you you were on foot no, I was driving. We were both driving. Oh, but... you got in a car crash? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I was so ma- and I mean it's like 
it's not a big deal. Like the person's car was just cosmetically fucked up. My like bumpers cosmetically fucked up, but like not, you know, to the point where someone's like, Ooh, that guy got in a car accident. But then I'm like, I don't know. Also, do I take it in? Is it worth it just for them to be like, it's not a big deal, but we can replace the bumper. And even though I wasn't, I mean, I was at fault cause I'm driving, but I wasn't at fault. But my insurance will still go up for nothing. I was like, ah, I don't know if it's worth it. I'm sorry to hear that happened. In unrelated news, everyone subscribe to our Patreon. We have tiers at $400 a month. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the only option. <laughs> Beautiful. But honestly, let's not talk about that. I got, I got to be on the main stage at Second City. It was a dream come true. Really good that's show. That's awesome. What's that Everyone, like? What's that like having dreams? Oh, I can't describe to you. It's <laughs> like I assume it's what your life was like before children. I was really curious what you were going to say there. <laughs> <laughs> How much? I was like, I was like, what was? What can I say that can stay and not get edited out? Because I'll just say, just kidding. I love your child so very much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it it was super cool. Like, truly, I, I was, like, joking with the cast all week. I was like, you know, I'm playing it really chill, but, like, this is a dream come true. Like, when I started doing this shit, I was like, I'm going to be on the main stage at Second City. And it's kind of an asterisk because I'm not, like, on it. I just understudied. Hey, you were but there. I got you were it. on it. I was there. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like, we could have had sex for an hour or sex for <laughs> one minute. <laughs> we still fucked. <laughs> that's yeah i mean i was going to say you know tom brady's big break was as a you know a backup going in for some other schmuck that was injured but i guess your analogy works as well (laughs) don't you dare compare me to tom brady i kind of hate tom brady but you know the point stands but uh man i'm excited for this how are you oh man i'm uh yeah i'm good I'm fine. No, wait, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, I can't say any of my dreams have come through true in the last uh, couple months. Uh, I saw you. I saw a cool band in uh, Chicago a couple weeks ago. Foreshadowing. <laughs> and it wasn't even supposed to happen. No, it was it, neither the band I saw or seeing it with you was supposed to happen. But, um, you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Um, I, I had We're a, a Christian podcast now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that will become self-evident over the course of this episode in particular uh i had a i had a race this weekend on saturday in the the fine town your former town of madison wisconsin uh, how was that how long was that one it was a half uh it was okay it was my second fastest half marathon it was also my second slowest because i've only done three <laughs> so it was smack dab in the middle <laughs> It, the weather was kind of nasty. It was extremely humid and uh, Man, got pretty you hot. Become, you, you, you being a runner, I think, is out of all of the things in our friend group where they're like, hey, what's the craziest thing to happen? I think it'd be that. Like, I could be famous on SNL. Jake could be wanted for, like, drug smuggling heroin from Colombia. But I'd still be like, but Steve's running. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's insane. Yeah, well. I've got to do something. But yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. I'm fine. Dude, 
I would I would almost say that I'm living in the best of all possible worlds. Damn it! I was gonna say, wow, that that happiness you're trying to sell sounds like a deep fake. <laughs> excellent, excellent, good shit. We're both. This is gonna be a good one. We've got all this pent up podcast energy. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I've been like podcast edging. I've been like preparing for the podcast and like. Every once in a while, arranging my windows, opening up a new garage band project, and like hovering over the record button. <laughs> but then I stop. I stop there. So uh, it's gonna get messy. You, you know, you you'd be so happy. Well, you know, why don't you you started the segue? So finish the segue. I've been storing it up you for some, you. <laughs> yeah, tell me about. It. Let it out. <laughs> well, no, this episode will be me letting it out. What you got there? thought i'd eat a bag of chips while you speak <laughs> i have nothing else to say what were you gonna say nothing like you were you were talking about you said a nice segue into what i assume was the album oh yeah we should talk about the album uh so <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this <laughs> by the way glad to see you're in the new place that's cool how, yeah, man. how's, how's yeah. it going good so far more 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 room for activities Oh man! Every once in a while, I'll just go and sit at my piano, and then go immediately to my drum set because I can because it's right there. <laughs> and then I'll go to my vibraphone and be like, "Ah, eh, maybe later." Then your neighbor comes down with a hatchet. <laughs> yeah, still have yet to meet them. Yeah. The, the, it is two apartments. Don't know what they yeah. are. Anywho, they could be aliens. Ooh, yes, couldn't we all? So anyway. You gotta stop eating the chips, man. <laughs> it started out as a bit, but then I got hungry. God damn. Okay, all I'll right. stop. All right, all right, all right. I mean, I have to we could take chip breaks throughout the episode no, if you want. No, You just can't just... bust it out randomly. <laughs> it's also gonna be a pain for editing. <laughs> just finish your damn segue. Yeah. Okay, well, I mean, the segue is dead, but... Yeah, crunch that chip, come on. Okay, let's get into it. Tonight on on this edition of the bi-monthly Up Next podcast, <laughs> we are talking about the album, the... Uh... Okay, that's the last time I do that, I promise. <clears throat> we are talking about the album, uh, I believe released on April 1st of this year, uh, Best of All Possible Worlds by the band Elway, the band. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> so little background on elway the band they are a band from fort collins colorado uh and they were formed back in 2007 as uh, originally known by the name 104 eleanor uh, and they switched their name to their current name back in 2010 they're a red scare band what red scare probably my favorite record label pound for pound uh, Elway is, uh, of course, Tim Brown on vocals and guitar, Brian Van Proyen on other guitar, Joe Henderer on bass, and William Orender on the drums. Uh, the band has put out five full-length albums on Red Scare, uh, starting with Delusions in 2011. Um, and Andy, you might be asking yourself right now, what kind of music does Elway the band play 
and you know me i fully would describe them as as a beard punk band i th- i always think back to that that uh that tweet i sent you of the the spectrum of i forget what it was like beard punk to org core or something (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the the amount of mental energy i put towards thinking of that uh, but anyway like this is like just solidly up my alley this is just like this is steve music uh poppy punky melodic emo uh heartfelt sad man uh tunes so this is basically as me as it gets. And I'm going to keep picking music like this for the pod uh, until people stop listening. Um, so I guess some background on the album. Like I mentioned, it did came out, come out on April Fool's Day of this year. And back when I chose this for an episode, um, I was like, oh, it's going to be like timely, roughly. <laughs> uh, we'll see when this episode comes out. Um, so. Um, a couple of things just that I thought were interesting, just on like sort of the thematic elements of of the album. So obviously, it's called "Best of All Possible Worlds," which um, was not a concept from philosophy that I was familiar with. I don't know if you are, Andy, but it's it's basically this idea. Uh, it was poised. Uh, it was put forth by this dork. Uh, German polymath and Enlightenment philosopher Gottfried Leibniz uh, as an explanation for why the world is shit if there's like an all-powerful good God, (laughs) like reconciling like suffering and evil with the existence of God. And basically his argument was like, it it, it just is the best world. Like, trust me. (laughs) Like, that's basically (laughs) what it amounts to. It's like, well, like, God is perfect. So like, the world must be the best possible world. And like, any evil and suffering is just uh, actually like for the best and you should just like get over it. Um anyway, that seems like a very religious slant on <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that's, you know, it's totally within your rights to to like just believe that. Uh it doesn't totally for me like logically uh answer the question of like why 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 is it shit in the world, but you know, whatever. Um I also learned of and I think there's some inspiration from the uh the the book the novel Candide by Voltaire who sort of uh is poking fun at this idea of the best of all pops- possible worlds um where one of the characters named Pangloss foreshadowing uh like is just like relentlessly optimistic and like all this terrible stuff keeps happening and he's he's just like oh it's for the best like this is this is all happening for a reason and it's all good, um. And actually, a quote I think from Tim Brown said that that this album is about in part anyway, uh, the Candide Quixote dilemma, as in are we naive for being optimistic? And finally, got some original source material right here the liner notes from the vinyl and printed Uh, printed on the front of it is a quote from j robert oppenheimer which says the optimist thinks this is the best of all possible worlds the pessimist fears it is true beautiful so anywho um andy what did you at a high level think about this album 
Did you listen to it this, I this time? So, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you. Because we put it off so much, one would surmise that I probably didn't listen to it until today. And you'd be right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I did do like my real listen through today. <laughs> but I did passively listen to it throughout the last week. Nice. Um, I, I liked it. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I was like... I was, you know, I don't think, I think what you said, because we went and saw them, and I think, so it made it a little more magical to me, because I was just like, oh yeah, like, I knew the, like, these are humans I have seen, Um, so it kind of, like, made me want to like it a little more, Mm -hmm. but uh, I would say, you know, it's just like, if I was at a party, and they're like, this is a punk party, and we're only listening to punk songs in the background, and, like, this album came on. I would not be upset that it played in its entirety, but I probably would only like my ears would perk up for a couple songs. Um, but overall, like it was not a negative experience. It wasn't, but uh, I thought it was nice. It kind of struck me as like when I first started listening to the Lawrence Arms, when I was just like, I don't get the lyrics, but <laughs> <laughs> I like the music. There is a lot going on lyrically. Yeah. And I'm just like, like, I get the overall vibe of, like, okay, what, <laughs> you know, like, like I, it doesn't go deeper than that for me, but I'm just like, I get it. There are, there are questions you're asking, but you know they can't be answered, and you're just kind of giving up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, a Steve album, hard, hard yeah, Steve is, album. It is funny that uh, that he said that, the album is trying to address the question, are we naive for being optimistic? Like, it does not strike me as an optimistic album. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I liked it. Like, yeah. we said when we saw them, drummer. Oh, my God. Insane. He played like a madman at that show. Yeah. But um, those are my high-level thoughts. Nice. It's just a good, solid punk album. What about you, Doctor? Um, so I, I, I'm just looking now... Uh, at my my listening stats here in Apple Music, and it says I have listened to well some songs more than others, but the ones that have the least listens are fourteen times. Uh, and that's only updated as of July ninth, so they're missing some plays there. Uh, so needless mm-hmm. to say, I like it a lot. I've also been listening to it a lot in preparation for all our false start <laughs> recording <laughs> dates that got <laughs> canceled. Um. I don't know, man. I think it's really good. I think I've only grown to appreciate it more in preparing for the episode and like digging into the lyrics and like doing some of the background reading on like some of the inspirations. And then um, I just don't get musically like it's just like banger after banger for me. I don't know why I was Canadian bangers. (laughs) Um, Like I said, this is just like right up my alley uh, musically and um, I think there's a lot of like interesting influences and like musical twists that kind of happen throughout this. Um, and I do like that it's, if not a straight up like concept album, there's a lot of callbacks and foreshadowing and things like that. And, and, and references, uh, between the songs that, uh, just tickle me in a certain way. So I, uh, greatly enjoy this album and i can't wait to dig into it on a song by song basis with you would you like to maybe do that right now oh man um call me pangloss because i'm (laughs) 
I'm toxically optimistic about the prospects of doing that. On a breathless night, I would trade you all the rest of time. And I hate how wide your eyes got when you did that. Um, you're gonna do? Can I can I kick it off with what I wrote verbatim? Hell yeah, let's do this. Okay, solid track. <laughs> what what <laughs> what do you think of that intro? Um, yeah, you know, I thought it was fine. I do like though. Um. That you know, because it was like a slower thing, and then like just then with, the guitars like the come in and it's slower, yeah. And then when it picks up, it's what the horns were playing. So mm-hmm. it's like nice, you know, like they tied it in, so it didn't just exist just to exist. And I liked that. Um, I liked the ending a lot, just how it sounded. Um, I don't know. I'm a sucker of just. The the kind of punk thing of just doing like two chord choruses and you have little licks over it, or um, yeah, that was nice. I also I wrote I was like, damn, thank you, abysmal lyrics. <laughs> but I was like, but kind of beautiful though. <laughs> it is. Uh, speaking of, wow, I just totally lost my train of thought. Oh no, the licks. This is like a very licksy album and band. Yeah, like a lot of cool guitar stuff. Like I like that they don't yeah, shy right. away from. Uh, Dude, if this was a tootsie pop they would have gotten to that center in the first song man so (laughs) yeah so many so many uh good riffs and solos and things like that throughout the album um yeah like you said it's kind of like a like thematically kind of dark song but also kind of like uh well not necessarily hopeful i'm not sure what the word is but like the thing that sticks with me about this song lyrically is you know he's i think he repeats like um like but lie and i'll believe you like he like wants to believe yeah. in like something better right like uh in the end we're all like rendered flesh and bone and unequivocally alone but lie and i'll believe you like he's like looking for like something <laughs> something better to believe in um so yeah i that uh that works for me this is one of the songs and there, there's several on the album that have either the, these excerpts from other things uh, either at the beginning or end and this one has a little little something something at the very end which is someone singing once one dismisses the rest of all possible worlds one finds that this is the best of all possible worlds um which i believe see i did all my prep like weeks ago when we were supposed to record (laughs) i think that audio is from like a musical um production of the story of Candide. Candide. I don't know how to pronounce French. Candide. You don't know the you don't know the Leonard Bernstein Candide. 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 I do. I don't. Do you? I, um. I know the overture. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think the trombones are cool on this song. <laughs> <laughs> Real nice, Steve. Uh, all right, man. Well, um, shall we move on to the second track of the album? Let's do it. Okay. No. Would you like to say the title? <laughs> the title. No segue. The title of this track is The Infirm Dreamer's Dream. I wrote also a nice jam. I like the triplets 
that they do the like after the, like we we will burn and then I'm like yeah that's sick especially at the end when it goes into like the slower outro and I'm like cool I also first you'd be you'd love this for me uh, I was like okay lyric and in as tried a way as it could ever mean this story is about me and for some reason. I was like, oak, damn. I noted that there's a lot of changes in like the the time, not the time signature, but like the, what well, kind of, the like feel. the feel, like double time, half time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, some gang vocals for you. I know you like that. Oh, uh, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> um. I think we both like gang vocals. Oh, yes, because we're gang members. We deal drugs <laughs> and kill people. Jesus. <laughs> I think this is the song that during the concert he was like, Yeah, I wrote anyone else do a lot of LSD during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh in the in the liner notes, uh the line I sold off all my time with lenses to the sky is annotated with uh, he writes a fairly transparent reference to LSD. This song was written after reading Michael Pollan's How to Change Your Mind. You ever fuck around with that LSD? Nah, it scares me. Yeah, I don't... If God didn't make it, I don't do it. <laughs> I don't want to see the greater truths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't... It's, I'm doing poorly without an expanded mind. <laughs> I could only imagine how much worse it'd be. I can hardly deal with this mind. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Oh, man. I mean, that's all I have to say on it. I will say for me, a lot of, like, my more solid tunes, the album's front-loaded for me. So as it Mm. goes on, I'm like, ugh. I'm trying to think for me. I didn't, oh, I didn't gold star thing. I think they're all gold stars. It might actually kind of build for me. I think it ends pretty strongly, but, you know, we'll... We'll get to that. Yeah, I'm not even going to try this episode. Uh, uh, track three is called The English Wishbone. Let's talk about that song. This one's my favorite. Nice. It's a good song. I just... For some reason... Well, you know me. I just oh, I do. If they if they hit the music things I like to hear, I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's so good." Like they use a a lot of seventh chord voicings in this. Or just like it's the chords are arranged in such a way where I'm just like, "Yeah, you know." So even just opening my and I'm like, "Yeah." And then when it goes to the Better friends, better lovers. No, fast friends and faster lovers, or whatever the lyric is. To know the night is to live in it forever. But I'm just like, it's just one of those little, right? It's a little licky thing. Mm-hmm. Is it the most crazy lick? No, but for some reason, I'm just like, it hits and I love it. Yeah. Little sweet dick guitar solo. I, I wrote the same thing <laughs> <laughs> verbatim. Um, I. For me, this is probably not this is not my favorite song on the album, but it it has one of my very favorite moments, which I guess is repeated. So I guess it's two moments, but um, just is like it the 
I don't really want to talk now, baby. I don't want to think about it anymore. Sooner or later, this will all start fading. We'll have all the time we need to mourn. (laughs) That's what I I was like. The lyrical theme of nothing matters, the ends of time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't know if that so much about nothing matters, but like, I think everyone can, at least I can, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think a lot of people can relate to just having, please do. (laughs) I think a lot of people can relate to just having something that they don't want to think about anymore (laughs) and just like wishing to forget it. I don't know that, that always uh, hits me. No. (laughs) (laughs) There's no period of my life I would like to black out ever. (laughs) Uh, anyway <laughs> moving right along um dude i learned a new word in this song phantasmagoria oh yeah really i had never heard of it before yeah it's a good one well i don't want to think about this song anymore let's move on to uh to whatever's laying in these unclaimed graves hopefully nothing Well, this was the first one where I wrote, not bad. I like it, but nothing really pops out for wow. me. I did write that um, I liked the, what I called the punk off beats. And feel free to shorten this. Mm, I won't. Because I need to find it. I'm listening to it right now. Oh, yeah. Those little off beat syncopations. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, let's see. What did I like about this song? I I think like one thing I I like like once it gets going, like it's really just like high energy, just like keeps keeps moving. Um, I, I wrote solid fucking punk song. Yeah, gang vocals. A little mm. yeah, a little more yelly, a little more on the yelly end of the spectrum for for Mister Brown. Um, let's see. I wrote this is a song about question mark. <laughs> this is one of the ones that was like pretty like uh inscrutable to me um uh to be born again you first have to die so i headed west under cover of night foreshadowing heading west (laughs) um (laughs) the thing a vocal thing that just really works for me that i like on this one is um i guess i'll call it the bridge i don't know but like the way he emphasizes certain he puts the emphasis on certain syllables when he's like, the lost track of time carves a gulf in between. And then it's nothing to you, then it's nothing to me. And it's just so catchy. It gets me. I'm going to have to cut that out because I was kind of singing, and I don't do that on the episode. No, you're going to keep mm, it. Mm, okay. Um, anywho. Um... I don't know. It's a cool song. It's a cool song. Here in Denver, tech bros and Jamtronic hippies picnic and day drink in Cheeseman Park, six feet above thousands of unexhumed graves. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) From the liner notes. The rest is posthumous. Track five. We're flying. I'm really glad you said that because uh, I'm really bad at saying that word for some reason. Posthumous? Potmus. Possimus. I said the intro giving me some early Lawrence Arms vibes. 
I do like that we have one point of reference on this show, and it is. And also, oh well, prepare for the second one. I was like, I remember when we saw them. It was like, oh, sincere engineer helped us with the song, but uh, she's not here. And which I was pretty bummed out about, but you which know, whatever. which I forgot listening to this, but listening to the chorus, I was like, this sounds like a sincere engineer hook, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's why. <laughs> um, but I I did like that. Love sincere engineer. I liked the worst intention. The worst intentions are buried between the needles I say and the daggers I mean. Uh, I love that line. I'm like, oh <laughs> damn. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, for me, obviously, sincere engineer fan, rocking the T tonight. Wow! Um, so I was, I didn't know that uh, Deanna Bellos was on this track when I first listened to it. And like in the version I have, it doesn't say like featuring. So it was a very pleasant surprise. I was like, oh shit, that's her. Um, I, li- I like the call and response they do, I think, in the second verse. Um. By the way, have you listened to any of the new singles that uh, Sincere Engineers dropped recently? Not yet. It is way different stuff, and I'm kind of interested to see what their next the album, album is like. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm sold on it, but we'll see. I trust them. Um, the other thing musically that I noted about this song, and I sorry, I just want to skip to the part in the song. Oh yeah, the outro, like the musical outro, I think there's some really sick bass stuff. And to prove that we have two points of reference, I'm going to say it reminds me of Dan Adriano. <laughs> and you're looking at your phone, not no, paying I attention. I, was saying, I thought I also said something about this outro, but boom, boom, I guess boom, it wasn't boom, this boom, one. Boom, 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 huh. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I was like, that little outro is something I said. <laughs> what What did I mean by that? Who might know? Yeah, we're not here to know things. <laughs> we're here to bring maximum entropy. We're here to bring maximum entropy into your ear holes. Get on. I love that. I'm listening to. <laughs> Were you uh, familiar with where that came from? Not at all. No, I had to find it. So it's uh, like a satire, like Vietnam War protest song uh, called So Long Mom, a song for World War Three by Tom Lehrer. I actually don't know if it's a Vietnam War uh, protest song. It's maybe just a war protest song. I don't know. Um. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I'm quoting you. It's already on Wikipedia. <laughs> Anywho, uh, oh no, it was from 1959, so probably not a uh, Vietnam War protest. No, it song. could be, but it would be really impressive. <laughs> yeah, like he called that shot, like scarily impressive. <laughs> but yeah, um, I I like in this album all the, all the little, like I mentioned, all the little uh, outside in things that are brought in. Hmm? All right. Um, it's playing in my ear right now i do like i I wrote that damn intro i like this one a lot i like the hard stops like in the like the i mean i'm like yeah dude fuck yeah stop that sound it's funny because like 
that specific part of it, I was like, this is Andy's shit. Like the... It is! We know each other so well. And you want to hear another frame of reference, which is kind of like one of the ones you said, is I'm like, wow, this intro is giving me early Alkaline Trio vibes. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. A collection of dismantled almosts. What a lyric. There's so many great lines like that in this album. Are uh, you proud of me for all the lyrics I, I've been I'm proud on? that you actually acknowledge that there are words in these songs. I It hurt me, but... <laughs> um, yeah, I guess further expanding the, the, the lyrics, um, I love the... <laughs> yeah, eat your chips. <laughs> I just wanted to make your butthole tighten. <laughs> I really like the, the part... Um, what did you like? I'm here and what am I but an appendage that can know it well they should have sent a poet because I don't find the meaning in the night <laughs> I love that all right <laughs> um, yeah I think this is kind of a cool song about like finding the meaning in the meaninglessness of this album is painfully Steve <laughs> yeah I chose it I don't know. I choose things that are, I'm blissfully unaware of. Um, but yeah, I, I really like the song a lot. And for me, I think the big payoff is the build to that outro. Um, when I die, mix me among the mortar. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Brick by ordinary brick. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so like, uh, aside from just the lyrics, like it's so like triumphant sounding uh, and like just totally... Um, it's for me. That's the big payoff of the whole song. Yeah. So, hey. uh, folly after death. Oh yeah, that's the track that's, number that's seven. The next song. <laughs> I this if you want to talk at length this will be on you because I wrote fine jam nothing popping out to me um I wrote and I don't know why I need to pull up the lyrics but I wrote that this is cringe the song (laughs) (laughs) as far as the lyrics um it does sort of seem now I'm looking at it 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 kind of seems in part at least about um like a song about kind of regret and like thinking back on regrettable memories and embarrassing things. I could be wrong about that. Um, <clears throat> my interpretation anyway. I do like the callback to track one though. We get the guitars, like kind of like the dual guitars um, echoing the horn part from the beginning of the album. And then um, like a slightly revised version of the the vocal intro. I believe if you said I was already dead, there was no hope of rescue coming through. Etc. Yeah. Etc. I I like I love that like those. It sounds like both guitars are kind of playing in sync there on that. It's kind of like a kind of like a metal feel. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're gonna really like my note of, in regards to that. <laughs> um. Anyway. 
well, shall we move on to the eighth track of the album, The Best of All Possible Worlds, Deep Fake? To the church, to the prison Who we, to the pistons and the gears I, I like the intro to this song because it set it apart, you know, like, not like super palate cleansy e, but, you know, from what we had been hearing previous. And then, I mean, it does pick up pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but it's still, it's, I wrote, it's just like a nice little straight up punk ditty. Which is good. I liked it. I also, I was like, that fucking Midwestern <laughs> showdown music. Oh, yeah, the, and then. The, oh, the Midwestern tune? That, that's what it is to you? Midwestern? Not Western? <laughs> did I say Midwestern? <laughs> I think you did. Oh, no, I meant just Western. Yeah, My bad. Like Western shootout. Like. Yeah. And then I also wrote, okay, the, the outro to me sounded like some 41 a la the album Chuck <laughs> when they were trying to be harder. I do like. When I first listened to this, like that that first tonal shift to like the Western movie soundtrack, I was like, "Whoa!" And then like the <laughs> second left turn to the like metal <laughs> uh, outro, I was like, "What the fuck is happening here?" <laughs> I love it. I I love both of them. Um, what'd you think of the song though? Aside from that. Was fine. <laughs> I liked the first half of it significantly more than I did as it went on. Oh, you didn't like you didn't like the tonal shifts in the outro. I did not hate them, but they were they were interesting. Not so much that I liked them. Yeah. Um, lyrically, to me, this was um, "Capitalism Sucks" Part One. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Blameless mice upon a treadwheel or willing cobblers to the boot hill. Who are we to the church and the prison? Who are we to the pistons and the gears? Good shit. I mean, it's, uh, you know, pretty straight ahead, like uncomplicated <laughs> leftism. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, dude, if good it to was hear. up, if it was up to the left, we wouldn't get fine dining. We'd only get plastic bottle service. <laughs> Except, except it, we wouldn't. No, except <laughs> except it would be like um, that weird, like biodegradable plastic that like dissolves before you finish <laughs> your drink. <laughs> well, anyway, plastic bottle service is the next song. Oh, we've got a we've got another we've got another audio snippet from from another work at the beginning of this one. What is it from? Same uh, thing. No, this is from. So it is part of like a. Fre- uh, like a, a song from the French Revolution, uh, but I, I was able to find the YouTube video, a YouTube video of like the specific film that that audio clip seems to be taken from. Um, but my understanding is that let me pull up Wikipedia here. Well, you know French, don't you? You tell me what it means. No idea. <laughs> so uh, the let's see. The sans culotte version of how do you, how would you say C A space I R A Saira Saira? Sure. <laughs> so the lyric here is: "It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Aristocrats to the lamp post. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. The aristocrats will hang them." 
Awesome. I mean, critical support to that. Uh, If we don't hang them, we'll break them. If we don't break them, we'll burn them. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. (laughs) Aristocrats to the lamppost. I'm on board with that agenda. Just going to say. Yeah, that sounds cool. (laughs) Significantly cooler than my impression of what I wrote was, it's fine. It's not doing much for me. Nice tie-in to the next tune with the ending lyrics, though. I was like, that was cute. How does this one end lyrically? I could just look Um, it up. Oh, the blue hour. Off into the dim blue hour glow. Ah, yes, yes. I will say this this band, this is like the only album I really know by them. And they're kind of like... If they were directors of mo- like you know, if they made films, mm-hmm. they definitely would say the title of their film is somewhere in the movie. <laughs> I love that. Let's see. I wrote there's some sweet dick guitar, especially in the intros. Um, let's see, what else? Capitalism still sucks. Um we pacify ourselves. There'll be no guillotine to fall, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> I love the outro bit. Um, you know, when we'll all be together when we go <laughs> on a pale, pale horse, we will ride real slow. <laughs> For some reason, that phrasing just cracks me up. Like, it's not just a pale horse, it's a pale, pale horse. And we're not just going to ride slowly, we're going to ride real slow. <laughs> Um, and actually, musically, that part is really cool to me. <laughs> like the da 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 underneath that lyric. Um, can't say we don't deserve it. Yeah, this is kind of like a hopeless song about like it's it's capitalism still sucks part two, and like we seem incapable of doing anything about it. Like we've got no sort of like, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I hopeless. Tell you, man. Thought we'd be chanting Seira or up against some Ford's factory wall. But instead, it's just my blue hour. Um, this one I also wrote, not really doing much for me, but I do like the gang harmonies in the chorus. Ooh. Um, let's see. What would this song mean to me? So this is the second song. I guess I'm not really sure what the hell this song is about, but there's a couple things that kind of resonate with me lyrically. Well, I guess first of all, musically, like more than the others on this album, it's got to me kind of like this, like creepy, sinister, like doomy feel i don't know where that comes from i don't know if that's like a key it in it's in or the chords it uses or what but like i like that about it um what was i going to say this is the second song that mentions this this concept of rebirth like in this song he says i will be born anew even if it is without you i think on one of the previous songs he says something about being born again and I'm probably just latching onto that because of my weird born again Christian <laughs> raisin, <laughs> raising up a bringing. Um, but it, it, uh, it definitely resonates with me. Like, it's kind of like, to me, I read it as like a, like a kind of rebellious in your face thing. Like, yeah, I'll be born anew even without you. Screw you. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, track 11. Track 11 is called 
the jetty. I wrote, nice closer vibes. <laughs> I do love the chorus harmonizations, those O's. Those are sick. I'm gonna... I also like when he does the, how the highway line. And it always makes me think of Heart of Glass by Blondie. Hmm. Like, listen to the chorus in Heart of Glass. And it's just like, I'll have to check it out. I'll have to check it out. Na, na, na. That makes sense. Did what, what? What do you think of the first few seconds of this song with that audio clip? Uh, I was uncomfortable. Ha! <laughs> 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 I don't like the little laugh it does. <laughs> I love it. Um, are you familiar with the source of that? I was not. I not I had in the do, slightest. I had, the Google searching I had to do to find this, but I'll have to send you this link to watch later. It's um, it's a video. Let's see. According to YouTube, the Professor Brothers Future Thoughts. It's this whole, it's just this like weird animated video of people saying what they think the future is going to be like. And, and that's part of it. <laughs> that's an excerpt from it. Jesus. <laughs> so for me, musically, the song quite opposite to the previous song maybe it's only because it's in contrast to the previous song but like the vibe of this is just so like jaunty and like jolly and like hopeful it's just like hey everything's fine <laughs> like it kind of stands out from the rest of the album in that regard to me um in that first verse it's like just just the vocals and bass which i like just very open um so according to, once again, primary sources, liner notes, in World War I, going west was British army vernacular for dying. I prefer to think of it keeping your pistons in motion forever. It's a real choose-your-own-adventure, I guess. What the fuck? <laughs> sure. Yeah, like, this one, once again, like I, I don't totally, quote-unquote, get it. Because, like, he keeps talking about going west, which apparently means to die. But then he contradicts that by saying, you know, just live forever, head west. Do we live forever? Is it just, like, wishing we could live forever? I don't want to live forever. Whatever. I like it. It's a fun song. It's happy. <laughs> it's hopeful. Jesus Christ. <laughs> good harmonies in this one. Good background vocals. Oh, man. I... And some some screaming O's at the end. Oh, man. They're good at that. They're really good at that. Well, man, that's all the songs. I honestly can't think of what to do next. Um, I think we probably should give like our closing thoughts and ratings. But first, we need a rating a thing. scale. Did you have any suggestions? Uh, lamp posts. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Guillotined uh, aristocrats. Jeez. <laughs> I've got burning coasts, uh, ordinary bricks, <laughs> pale pale horses. Got pale pale horses on mine. Stately solemn crosses. Pale pale horses, it is. Pale pale horses. Well, I don't want to influence you, Stephen, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, Andrew, I'm beyond reproach. <laughs> I think this is a solid album of punk and debauchery. 
The guitars are wailing, the <laughs> drums are pounding, and the existential dread is ever flowing. I give this song times 11 because there are 11 songs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the album. Uh, it wasn't, you know, like I think I I would not skip anything because that would take more energy, <laughs> which would contribute but, to the maximum entropy of the universe. Truly, uh, stop. <laughs> but I think I'll give this a three. I think I'll give it a three. Better be putting a point five on that. Three pale, pale horses. A sixty percent, sixty percent. Okay, okay. You know, I was going to, but then you said it, and I hate that you do this to me because you never sway. Whenever I say things, you get just more fucking staunch and stupid. But I will go three point five because yeah, there, like, there are some songs I like really like. Hell yeah! Is this gonna stay in your library? And probably not. Really. I rarely pay for streaming music services. It's oh, like, okay, okay, okay. So uh, never mind. I take it back. All right. Well, well, Andy, we've talked about a whole lot of things tonight. We've talked about music that's made me feel things, and we've talked about good possible worlds and bad possible worlds, and guitar solos, and well, even weird, strange audio clips that don't seem to belong where they're used, and. All in all, I think this is a wonderful album, and every song is a banger. (laughs) Oh, I just love all the themes of the lyrics, and gee, I just think these boys are really swell. (laughs) God damn it, Steve. (laughs) I have to work after this. After this? Yeah, I told my boss I was going to get something done, (laughs) and I didn't, so I have to fucking write it and submit it before 8 a.m. tomorrow. I can write it for you. I'm going to give this, now that Andy's mad at me, I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five pale, pale horses, because I like it a lot. I'm very happy for you, Steve. I'm glad that you and your pale, pale horses can ride off into the sun. I'm very happy for Elway the band. By the way, back when I was still on the internet, I tagged Elway in my Instagram story, because they were one of my top listened artists one year, and they totally, like... I don't know what do you do on Instagram. I think they, I think they like added my story to their story. Is that thing you can do? I don't know. I was. There is something you can. do. I felt very good about that. Um. Anywho, Andy, it's time for you to give me homework. Well, you'd be shocked <laughs> to f- <laughs> to find out that I remembered that once we started recording, that was an aspect of this. So I am unfortunately <laughs> going to pick an album that we have both listened to. I haven't really listened to that much, and I feel like you haven't listened Ooh, to that much. Do tell. And it would be, it'd be fun to talk about it on a <laughs> podcast with my best friend, Steve. Well, I like that you said best friend without any modifier there. I'm just going to pretend you meant that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no modifier needed yeah. when it's so internalized. Usually, usually you're like, my best friend from Milwaukee, my best friend <laughs> from undergrad, my best friend, <laughs> my best friend with this social security number. <laughs> It's good to know that um, you know your place. Yes. Anyway, what's my homework? Hold on, little sheep. (laughs) (laughs) 
there's a picture of a sheep on this screen. That's why I said that. Um, we are going to do Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, man. I've listened to that one time, and I have meant to go back to it to, you know, uh, more completely uh, absorb and internalize it. So uh, I'm excited to do so. This is a pretty heavy album from what I remember from my initial listen. Oh, yeah. But yeah, good, it's... Yeah, it is from 2022, and so it's fresh from a four-year hiatus. He got a Pulitzer, and he was just like, okay, I'm going to chill on that for a minute. What did he write? Wait, what did he get a Pulitzer for? Damn, his last album. Oh, I didn't know they gave Pulitzers for music. Oh, hell yeah. I thought, it was, the first... I thought it was a good journalist. Well, thing. I mean, it's usually classical or jazz. Oh, I didn't know they did music at all. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Nice. Damn, that's a good album. Cool. Well, so so listen to that. I shall. <laughs> all right, Andy. Well, uh is there anything you need to plug? If you are in Chicago, come see me at Starving the Heart at the Annoyance Theaters. Uh, theaters. It's one theater the annoyance theater at 8 p.m on fridays i will be doing comedy serious ha-has and if that doesn't float your boat go to it anyway and on some saturdays i am at second city with baby wants candy singing makeup songs (laughs) improv musicals also um if andy decides to resurrect his other podcasts listen to those too they're in the show yeah. notes. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Andy, thank you for finally finding time in your schedule for this. And uh, and just know that it barely happened. I, yeah, I, I know where I, Once I, again, I, I know my place. <laughs> I have missed you. <laughs> why, do you. why do you never want to hang out, Steve? Why don't you want to play with me anymore? Have you outgrown me? Have you outgrown me, Georgie? <laughs> God damn. All right, Would Andy. you like a balloon? Yes. Do you know what I'm referencing? No. Please tell me you know. Oh my god. Is it the clown it. thing? Yes, Pennywise. It. I don't like scary movies. Time to float. We all float down here, Steve. Oh, and everyone, build a guillotine, get a lamppost, kill some aristocrats <laughs> in <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, jeez, you fucking weirdos. <laughs> Not in real life. <laughs> anyway, do your damn homework. Listen to the podcast. Uh, we're back, baby. We're back. <laughs> Beautiful. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Andy. And bye bye. Goodbye. Forever wins. Forever changed. Forever Ha, 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 ha.